0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC and folks, the only thing we're talking about today is Manchester United 0 Liverpool 5. Let me just repeat that again in case you didn't hear it. Manchester United 0 Liverpool 5 at Old Trafford in the Premier League. The most one-sided game that there has ever been between these two teams, at least in the last 50 to 60 years. The 5-0 scoreline doesn't begin to reflect what happened in this game. Liverpool dominated from the start, went 1-0 up on 5 minutes through Nabi Keita, went 2-0 up on 13 minutes through Diogo Jota, Nabi Keita involved in that goal again as well, 3 up on 38 minutes, Mo Salah tapping home from Naby Keita's cross, four up, just before half time. Salah again from a Bobby from no from a Diogo Jota assist, and then five minutes into the second half, it's Salah once again to complete the hat trick. An incredible assist on that one by Jordan Henderson, won the ball in the middle of the park and played a beautiful pass with the outside of his foot to split the defence. We'll come back to the goals. Liverpool went five nil up on 50 minutes. And took their foot off the gas entirely. Now at no point in this game did Liverpool even hit top form. At no point did they have to press the way they would normally press. At no point did they have to play with the intensity. They didn't have to defend as high. Squeeze the field. Because United were more than happy to just turn the ball over. And turn the ball over. And turn the ball over. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer sent out a team of David De Gea and Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Victor Lindelof. Harry Maguire. Luke Shaw. Scott McTominay, Fred, Mason Greenwood, Bruno Fernandes, Marcus Rashford, and Cristiano Ronaldo. That's a team with no real pressing ability that has to play a deep line defensively because of the two centre-backs. Cristiano will only play high up now, which means they were very stretched across the pitch and weren't able to press in numbers in any area. Their players were very much just in position, in zones, with no support. Liverpool lined up like a team. The usual four-three-three. Allison Becker in goal, Trent at right-back, Canate came in for Matip at centre-back next to Van Dyke, Andy Robertson at left-back. Fabinho was ruled out with a knee injury, so it was the same midfield that started in Madrid. Naby Keita, Jordan Henderson and James Milner. And then up front, Mo Salah, Bobby Firmino and Diogo Jota coming in for Sadio Mane. As ever, that's a more cohesive unit. That's a team. United put out a team of individuals. You could tell from the early minutes in this game that Liverpool were going to wipe the floor with Manchester United. They didn't even get out of second gear, but they didn't need to. They didn't need to approach anything like their best. And they scored five goals with great ease. They just passed their way through United very, very simply. The first goal, the ball breaks the lines, finds Salah. Luke Shaw is playing him side. Luke Shaw is five yards behind the rest of the United defence. And Salah has seen that and taken advantage of it. He draws Shaw. Keita makes the run. It's very similar to the old Arsenal goals. The ball to Salah was from Firmino, who dropped a little bit deeper. It was like seeing Burkamp drop deep, give it to Henri, and then Henri find Freddie Lundberg making the run from midfield. It was a great goal. Absolutely perfect start and the perfect way for Naby to respond to those who wrote nonsense about him during the week. The second goal Again, it's a really good move. It's really well worked. Nabby picks the ball up on the edge of the box, having had a little tussle with Maguire and Shaw. Feeds Trent, who plays it across the box. Diogo's there and Bobby's there. One of them is tapping home. We have two, and there's none, no United player inside at the back post. The defence is all over the place. When the second goal went in, it did kind of feel like they they gave up. We saw Curtis Jones introduced for James Milner. Milner had, he looked like he hurt himself. And then he tried to sprint after Cristiano Ronaldo. And within minutes, he was lying on the floor. When Curtis came on, our intensity went up a level. We had more athleticism in midfield. We had more speed in midfield. And Curtis came on looking like a guy who wanted to impress on the day. And, and he did. He had a very, very good outing uh, in the left-sided role in midfield. The third goal is, again, it's a really well-worked goal. Really well-worked move. Ball comes to Salah. He has a shot. It's blocked. Nabi anticipates. Makes the run in the side. Lovely simple ball across. And it's a tap-in tap, on, tap in for Salah. Nabi at this point, is comfortably the best player on the pitch. He's involved in everything that we're doing, on and off the ball. He's pressing, he's winning the ball back, he's bullying them in midfield. He got caught on the ball a couple of times, had a couple of sloppy moments, but overall, his entire first half was spectacular. Salah scored just before half time. a little bit of a scrappy one in the way that it worked through to him. Bobby kind of bounced the ball off the opponent, off his own chins, and it broke free to Diogo Jota, He fed Mo, and it's a great finish from Salah. So we go in 4-0 up. They're all over the place. The boos ring out around Old Trafford. And Sky show footage of thousands, not hundreds, thousands of United fans streaming out of the stadium at halftime. When have you ever seen that happen? In any game. But the boos, the scenes of the crowd leaving... It was just magnificent. It was exactly what we would want. We get our fifth early into the second half. Again, it's brilliant from Henderson. Firmino disrupts Pogba's control of the ball. Henderson snaps onto it, picks the ball up, doesn't think, doesn't take an extra touch, just plays the ball outside of the right foot, bends it round Harry Maguire, who may be the world's slowest human being. Salah runs on. Clips it over to Hea. He's the first player to score a hat-trick at Old Trafford, who's not a Manchester United player. He's the first Liverpool player to score in 10 successive games. He's now the all-time record African goal scorer in the Premier League. It was just ridiculous. He was on a completely different level yesterday to everybody else, other than one man, Nabi Keita. Nabi is the only player whose performance matched most. And unfortunately, on 60 minutes, Nabi's performance came to an end when Paul Pogba went over the top of the ball and caught him on the shin. Nabi had to be stretched off, which isn't a good sign. Now, Anthony Taylor initially, Anthony, Manchester's Anthony Taylor, I should point out, initially gave Pogba a yellow card and then was told, you need to go and look at that again. Looked at it again. Somehow, for some reason, needed four or five replays. Eventually gave Pogba the red card and sent him off. Pogba had come on at half time, had given the ball away for our fifth goal, and his only other notable involvement in the game was that red card. That's all he did in the 15 minutes he was on the pitch. Give the ball away for a goal and get sent off. Now, if the referee... Had any courage. He would previously have sent off. Cristiano Ronaldo. Curtis Jones had the ball. Cristiano kicked out at him. Left him in a heap on the ground. Then kicked the ball into him. While he was in the ground. And the ball was against Curtis. And Cristiano drove through the ball. He should have been sent off. Curtis hopped up. There was a confrontation. Virgil came over like a dad coming over to sort out a quarrel between two children. Cristiano began to scuttle away. The Liverpool team as a whole rushed to get there and support their man. Only Bruno Fernandes arrived on the scene for Manchester United. And Ibrahim Makanath, they nearly put him in the stand. He shoved him that hard. Um... Cristiano then scuttled away. He should have been sent off. He got a yellow card. He should have been sent off. I would argue Bruno Fernandes should have been sent off as well. His tackle on the sideline against Curtis Jones as well was shameful. I think if the referee clamps down earlier, I don't think the Pogba tackle happens. But their frustration had gone way overboard. Jurgen Klopp in his post-match interview said that the reason Liverpool did not pushed the issue after that is because they were just worried about getting out of there with no more injuries. Milner had gone off. Naby had gone off. All of a sudden, Liverpool only have three fit midfield players. Ox, who came on for Naby and and played quite well. Jordan Henderson and Curtis. That's it. Everybody else is injured at the minute. Milner, Naby, Fab, Thiago and Harvey, all injured. So, the last 30 minutes, it's 5-0, when... Pogba gets sent off, and you're thinking, we could really run them up here. We could get six, seven, or eight here. But we didn't, and what we did was far more embarrassing for them. We treated it like a training session. We just tapped the ball around, didn't let them get close to it, gave it back to them the odd time, and then just took it right back off them. Cristiano had a goal disallowed, which, to be honest, was nearly as joyful as any of our goals. He was offside in the build-up. It was his only real involvement in the game. His performance was a disgrace. But for the last 30 minutes, Liverpool openly mocked Manchester United as their fans streamed out of the ground. And I would say by the full time whistle, there may only have been about 20,000 people in the stadium. And considering there was over 70,000 there when the first whistle went, That will tell you how quickly those fans just got out of there. And for those who looked back before exiting down a set of stairs, the last thing they saw was a Liverpool player in acres of space playing it to another Liverpool player in acres of space. Special mentions for yesterday. Obviously, Mo and Naby, both of them sensational. Bobby Firmino was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Didn't score. But his work rate, his link-up play, he hassled their centre-backs. He hassled their midfielders, constantly chasing back into midfield whenever Pogba and McTominay had the ball, knowing that that's easy work for him. He just takes the ball off them. Bobby deserves special mention. Trent was outstanding at right-back. Just a different level of performance. Very unlucky not to score. Pulled a great save out of David De Gea. That really would have been the icing on the cake because it was a shot bound for the top corner. Ibrahim Kanate to play your first game against Manchester United is always a big thing because they're our biggest rivals. And he had one or two shaky moments early on, and then he settled into the into the game. And we have ourselves a colossus, another one, along with Virgil, along with Ali. We have another one, and. While Joel Matip will remain first choice, this may be the last season of him being first choice. Because if this boy continues to develop, there's going to be no stopping him. If he can stay fit and continue to develop, he is going to be an absolutely phenomenal centre-back. Everything about his game is great. Robo had a fairly quiet game, but did okay. Virgil didn't have a whole lot to do. Laughed at Cristiano a couple of times laughed at their fans a couple of times, got through the game. Curtis, like I said, did very well when he came on. Henderson turned in the best performance of of the season so far from him. Comfortably his best performance of the season. A strong 8 out of 10. A strong 8 out of 10 performance. And he got a really good assist as well. So credit to him because obviously his form this season has been a big concern, but very, very good yesterday. And Jota himself got the goal. Was busy, linked play well. All things considered, it was basically the perfect day. I said on roll last night, when, when they lost to City, we drew at home at Norwich that weekend. We couldn't really laugh too much at them. When they lost six one to Spurs, we lost seven two to Villa that night. So we couldn't laugh at them at all. But now we can laugh because we've inflicted this five-nil trouncing on them. We've made Gary Neville almost cry on national TV. Um, we've sent all their fans home in a huff. We almost broke Martin Tyler on the Sky broadcast. Ollie looked, I don't even know, it looked like all the life just left him. There's a picture of him standing on the sideline with about five minutes left in the game as we're mockingly knocking the ball from one side to the other. And he just looks like a man who's lost all hope. Everybody knows he's not good enough. Everybody knows. But long may he continue in that job. I think my favourite moment was when the camera panned to Alex Ferguson, who looked livid and also distraught. And then it panned to Kenny. Who looked just thrilled with himself, absolutely delighted at what he was witnessing. And you can imagine that after the game, those two very close friends maybe had a glass of wine. And you can imagine how that conversation went. We'll leave you there for today, folks. See you tomorrow. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.